What's happening, everybody? Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Tuesday, November 15th. Man, already halfway through November. Ah, gotta start, uh, gotta start looking for uh, gifts for people. They need to reverse Christmas, you know? Spend money on yourself as opposed to ever other people. That's what they should do. One year. Let's just do it like that. I'm suggesting it. Anyways, guys, uh, thank you guys for clicking in, of course. Smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. Follow me on all the sock meds and everything that's around me. Patreon. Posted something on Patreon today. I meant to post it last night. Forgot. Posted it today. So uh, go check that out. And uh, trying to put some more exclusive content on there. But, uh, yeah, guys, appreciate it. Hit that uh, join button if you want to become a member of the Film Junkie family on here. All right, what we got here? Diamond Absolutes just give Batfleck his solo film. It's not that hard. Jeez, howdy, Dave. Well, it's hard when the guy is doing other things. We always got to remember there's two people. We always think that Ben Affleck's just sitting there going, when are they going to give me, uh, you know? It's like, dude just got married. Um, you know, got a lot of things going on right now. Remember, there's always two sides of it. Uh, what do you think of Mr. Terrific picture that gun posted means? Eh, we'll talk about it when we get through these tweets. What's going on, Ted? For Batman's 20 years since Harry Potter and 30 lines of coke on the table. There you go. Sounds like uh, a new podcast title right there or something. What's going on, Mr. Fear Jason? Always good to see you. All right. We got Lawrence Snyder gun right here. How you doing? Stephanie, hey, just got back from seeing Wakanda Forever. It was all right. Doesn't come close to the first one. Word to that one. There's just, it's just, uh, I mean, obviously there was something missing, which was Mr. Bozeman, but it just didn't, they, I, I mean, I give it to him for, you know, doing what they could with, uh, with, uh, without having him. And a lot of grief, a lot of grief in there, which, you know, got a little dark, but I don't know. It just didn't feel, it just didn't, it didn't fully work for me, so. Yeah, there won't be four. Last time I checked, there's currently three. Well, you can't forget Keanu Reeves, technically. Technically. And there you go, Ronak right there. Casual Batman, he's the Batman. Uh, and I know I keep on promising that he's going to be back. He will. I've There was just like, I, I wanted to do something different with that character, and I think I finally figured it out, and should be fun. Should be fun of what I'm thinking about. So, Daddy's Adzlock confirmed he is fixing Hamada movies and that Batfleck is the only Batman. Not sure if he quite did that or if you just perceived it like that. I think that's probably what it was. But, hey, what could he do? Still rooting for Batfleck. Hey, what we got? Uh, we got Mama Film Junkie here. Good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't shun Lego Batman either. When is he going to get another movie? I mean, come on. What's going on, Parag, right here? I'm doing pretty good. Hopefully you're doing good as well as well okay we got clay talion right here good to see you good to see you uh let's see we got super godzilla vlogs a different era it's a totally different era right yeah you said it uh rerum trading 15th like yeah casual joker yeah that could happen anyways all right so got some people uh coming in slowly as of course so hopefully you guys had a good day my tuesday was fairly uh decent got some work done and here i am to talk about some uh 
some of the craziness that's happening right now. Hey, isn't like Trump supposed to be having it? I'm having my announcement right now during Film Chucky Live. It's right. I mean, we all know it's going to be me. I'm going to be running for president of the world. That's right. Going to run the world because everybody loves me and all the votes are coming for me and everything like that. Is that what's happening? Anyways, I don't know. It's just, uh, I know there's like that whole announcement. Oh, you better believe. See, the thing is, as much as the media uh, hates Trump, they love him too because they always, you know, they've been, uh, obviously the ratings tanked after he got out of the White House. So now they're just like, ooh, yay, we get to keep on talking about Trump, 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 Trump. And all I have to do is just not talk about him and he would go away. But they don't want to do that. That's not how it all works. It's all just a freaking game. It really is. But, you know, God knows what's happening when it comes to them. What's going on, Alex? What's going on, Alex? But, yeah, I don't even know what the hell. He's just probably going to announce that he's running again. Big deal. Big deal. Black Adam needs China. Apparently that's not happening, though. So, ouch. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know. They'll edit something out, whatever they have a gripe about, you know, bow to the uh, China overlords. I don't know. Again, it's not the people. It's the freaking leaders. It's always the leaders, man, I tell you. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, get to the tweets and see what's going on in the Twitter sphere. All right. Any guesses? Because she's asking. Miss Jessica Chastain, and I made the joke last night that, uh, you know, maybe Grace Randolph knows. I don't know, but what is Jessica Chastain talking about right here? Hello. So on Wednesday, there's going to be a very exciting announcement. You guys have been asking me um, about this for a long time. I'm sorry I'm being secretive, but I have to wait until Wednesday. But your questions will finally be answered it's about my next project, and um, I hope you guys are all going to come out and see me. Wednesday, you'll hear all about it. Oh, about it. oh my God. So what are we thinking here? Is it anything? Is it DC related? Is it MC related? Is it Star Wars related? Or is it just something else? Most likely that. That's what I'm thinking. It's something else. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do when it comes to that. Is she finally bringing back her Dark Phoenix character? I highly doubt that. I don't even remember what her Dark Phoenix character, who, who she was. I, I totally am drawing a blank on that. I just remember, uh, I remember the scene where she was uh, having like a, a dinner with people and then went out and got consumed or possessed or whatever. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Um, I got Dark Phoenix. I have to watch that again one of these days. But uh, yeah, I know a lot of people are like, "Oh my God, you know, let's uh, let's let's get her as Poison Ivy." But I'm just kind of going like, mm, "Doesn't sound like that's going to be the case." Because I mean, it very well could be something for Matt Reeves' Batman because that's the one that's uh, essentially in more pre-production than anything else. I highly doubt it has anything to do with anything else when it comes to DC-related content. Um, it could very well could be MCU content or it could be Star Wars. I was wondering if it's Star Wars, but my, my guess is it's not going to have anything to do with anything like that. I think it's just going to be something, maybe a passion project. She's probably directing something. That's my guess. Uh, that's, that's what I was going to be thinking. So, yeah. Uh, but anyways, anybody ask Grace? Cause I know how much Grace uh, loves Jessica Chastain. Anybody ask her, ask her. She probably knows. She probably knows, right? 
She's having a bo boxing match with Grace. <laughs> yeah, there you go. What's going on, Jose? Yeah. There you go. That could be it. That would be pretty hilarious without, you know. Let's get it on. Remember celebrity boxing? Yeah, let's do that again. Uh, I had I, here's my deep thought of last night when I was sitting here like editing out some uh, clips. Uh, the movie Bones and All. It's a movie that uh, centralizes around cannibalism. It comes out during Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, I don't. I don't know who thought that that would probably be a good idea to release. This movie in theaters, I mean, I know it's been getting, like, limited release. It's, you know, indie as hell, and, it, you know, it's gotten a lot of praise. But you're really going to release a movie that has to do with cannibalism, you know? That's part of the story. During Thanksgiving weekend, I mean, that's a little strange. I'm just saying it's a little odd to me because, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to go watch this movie and then want to have, you know, the turkey dinner or anything like that. I'm just going to be like a little uh, gross. I'm just going, who's going to want to go see this? I mean, if you do plan on going to see it, please, by all means, by all means, go see it after. Okay? It comes out like Wednesday night, I think, or Tuesday night. I don't know. By all means, wait Eat your Thanksgiving dinner, maybe wait a day, let it digest, do all that stuff, then go see this movie that's going to have graphic cannibalistic scenes in it, which I can't do. I'm not a fan of that. I mean, I don't mind it when zombies chomp on people, but when it's actual just people chomping on other people, I don't know, I get a little queasy when it comes to that. That's where I draw the line. I could watch zombies devour somebody, but when it's just like a normal other human being trying to devour somebody, I just can't do it. It's just not my, uh, it's not my bag. It's not my bag, so yeah, there you go. Anyways, <laughs> and then look at this, the Batman, speaking of the Batman, um, in the Batman, the official script book, uh, available now that you can get. There's a deleted scene during the GCPD where Barbara Gordon is name-dropped, guys. That's right. They cut out a scene that name-dropped Barbara. What the hell? Why does Warner Brothers hate Barbara? Oh, man. Yeah, it says right here. Interior, Gotham City Police Department, Command Center, Day. The room bustles with police and FBI code breakers, all fixated on the cipher projected... Huge on the wall, one of the GCPD detectives quietly briefs Gordon. Feds say code could uh, take weeks if you um, if they if they can crack it at all. Gordon's cell rings. He looks. No caller ID. Answers. Did Mitchell have a car? Obviously, it's Bruce. Uh, I'm sorry. Can you hold on? The detective. He goes. Uh, detective. He says to the detective, "My daughter, Barbara." The detective nods as Gordon takes a few steps away into the phone. A car? Yeah. I'm sure why. So there you go. There's a cutout scene right here. Uh, there's like some concept art right back there and everything. But yeah, there you go. So apparently, yeah, he did name drop Barbara. So, but they cut it out. They cut it out. What is going on? Why do they hate Barbara so much? Come on. Hashtag free Barbara. What the hell? We need more Barbara. Why so anti-Barbara, all right? It's just that whole thing, you know? They don't like redheads, right? That's what's going on. Hollywood doesn't like redheads, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, blame Hamada. Yeah, blame Hamada, but Zaslav's the one that canceled the goddamn full movie. <laughs> but then, of course, you could blame Hamada for that, for placing that movie where it was. And then we got right here Mr. James Gunn teasing again, which is like, yes, please, 
keep on doing this. I keep on saying this, and I'm always going to say it. Please keep on teasing as much as possible. So terrific. So why not Mr. Terrific right here, huh? Um, he's teased him right here. I think this is uh, Mr. Alex Ross's drawing. He actually posted it also later on. But there we go. More James Gunn teasing. Who knows where he could show up. I mean, obviously, he's not a huge character. Not a lot of people know about him. I know he showed up on the CW, and they, uh, you know, built it up for all that. But, uh, yeah, Mr. Terrific. You guys know what I'm saying. Oh, man, that's a deep pull. I'm, I'm saying terrific. I don't know if anybody knows where that's from. Um, I will give you a virtual high five if you know exactly where I'm pulling that from. Um, probably not, though. Who knows? Maybe somebody will. And if I catch in the chat, wow, uh, I'll send you a T-shirt. Anyways, um, but yeah, so he's, had, uh, he's uh, teasing this right here. So is Mr. Terrific? Yeah, I am. He was, well, yeah, he was in uh, Arrow. I don't know if that was, uh, I don't know if that was the case in the books. You know how they like to do like that. Cast David, uh, John David Washington. Interesting. Eh, I don't know. I think we, you'd want to get John David Washington on, on, on a more of a bigger character. I don't know. Um, who knows? I don't know. But uh, yeah, that, oh, who cares about that? But yeah, I mean. Who knows what's going to be happening? Seems like uh, seems like as they're putting as they're putting the Bible together that they're putting together apparently maybe that that is something you know he's just teasing all the the different stuff, teasing all the different um, characters that they want to introduce into the world of the DCU. Mm -hmm. But yeah, anyways. Nipples. Here's some nipples. Here's Dwayne Johnson's nipples. If anybody wanted to see him on here, a lot of veins too. Also a lot of veins. Uh, obviously he uh, posted this behind the scenes uh, image of him right here doing some work on Black Adam, you know, doing um, the work uh, before when he was, you know, doing the uh, mocap and stuff when they were making him like a little bit smaller. But yeah, there you go. There you go. You get your uh, daily fix of uh, nipples right there from Dwayne Johnson. Uh, he is probably about 48 hours dehydrated right there. Just saying. That's how you get that look, probably. You know, if you ever heard about uh, Hugh Jackman. So you say Hugh Jackman. I mean, he always said, yeah, you got to dehydrate yourself to get those ripples and those veins popping out like that. So uh, we got uh, Mr. Mr. Everts right there. Say it with me, DCU. Yes, I know. You're 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 on your knees licking James Gunn's chode. I get it. Anyways, uh, and then of course we got right here. Uh, I saw this tweet. HBO lost three billion dollars last year. Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav has said during the conference, which of course we're going to talk about more what he said right there. But yeah, three billion dollars. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, you like that? You like that? I don't know. I don't like it. It's like he should have leaned into DCU. Um, I don't agree with Mr. Gunn with that. I don't. I don't. It's just me, though. I know. I get it. I have to get used to it, sadly. But I can't. I can't. Can't get used to it. And then speaking of Dwayne Johnson right here, he uh, posted this, retweeted our uh, our very own Liz Wonder right here. My uh, 305 fam, Liz Wonder coming in strong and serving looks. Right there. And then, of course, she posted this. Bam! Look at that. Of course, Liz Wonder just always killing it with the uh, cosplay game right there. Uh, I loved uh, Black Adam, the JSA. I want more. I want ISIS. Oh, there's her ISIS look right here. This cosplay was such a fun project. I love, uh, you know, and then, of course, talking about the people that she uh, worked with and everything like that. And, of course, Mr. Dwayne Johnson retweeted that. Yes. <laughs> 
I'm not entitled. What are you talking about? Are you talking about me? No. No! We've been calling it for DCEU for so long. Ben, come on. We're supposed to push against that at least. I'm all about what Gunn's doing, but I don't want to, I want him to keep the DCEU name. And hey, here we got a figurine right here of Rambo that somebody sent over to me, and I thought that was kind of cool from First Blood. Yeah. From uh, Haya Toys Exquisite. Exquisite. So that's pretty cool. Of course, we'll talk about that. And then uh, we got right here, hey, shocker, guys, you know, because controversy all, you know, seems to always get the ratings. SNL ratings hit season high with Dave Chappelle amid uproar. Yeah, of course, a lot of people were tuning in on it. I mean, that's just the way it is. And, of course, people are still not happy with things that he said. Um, I thought he handled some things pretty, um, you know, the Kanye stuff. And it was pretty interesting, you know. But, uh, yeah, so there you go. Uh, Rockstar reportedly turned down a potential Grand Theft Auto film that would have starred Eminem and directed by Tony Scott. May he rest in peace. Yeah, apparently that's uh, something new that just came about. There's going to be a Grand Theft I know. How has there not been a Grand Theft Auto film? I mean, there's been numerous types of Grand Theft Auto-like films, but to actually base it on that, I'm surprised that hasn't been the case yet. I mean, my God, it's crazy. It's so crazy. I know, right? Uh, <clears throat> I try. Anyways. Um, uh, film is a dummy. It's a dumb idea. You think so? Yeah, it probably wouldn't be as good. Like, Need for Speed had potential, but it didn't work out. Hey, K. Uh, Hoon Kwan, you know, short round, says he still gets a Christmas gift from Steven Spielberg every year. Every time I needed help, he's always been there. So there you go. Giving some praise to Steven Spielberg right there. Put him in an Indiana Jones sequel or show or something. I don't know. Put him in something. Ah, then we got uh, the flash suit uh, from Zack Snyder's Justice League concept by CG5 Academy. Look at these right here. These are gorgeous. Just absolutely gorgeous. Be saving that, huh? And then, of course, we got the 3D right here. Got the 3D uh, mock-up right here of all that. See, that's what's so great about this suit right here. The suit is so homemade. It's scratched up. It's weathered. You got to love it. You got. This is why I love this flash suit is the fact that it. you can tell it's homemade, but it's like homemade with the still with like some really good, you know, material and everything like that. But and the fact that it's all scratched up and everything. And then, of course, Bruce is going to give him the new costume in the flash movie. So should be good. Should be good. And then here's Amy Adams because Amy Adams. Yeah. Amy Adams. Uh, what if, uh, you know, uh, what if Jessica Chastain was cast as Lois Lane in the, the new Superman movie? <gasps> what if that's what she's talking about? Oh, my God. They were like, nope. Uh, Amy Adams, she's not going to do it. Let's get another redhead. Oh, my God. Panic. There'll be panic on the streets, man. Panic on the streets if that were to happen. Relax, Eric. I'm just kidding. Don't, 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 don't freak out. It's fine. I'm not saying that I'm rooting for that. Fuck no. I don't want, I'd, I'd pr much prefer, of course, Amy Adams. Yeah. So, but we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. That's, that's, of course, up in the air. Who's going to ask her that first? That's what I kind of wonder is like, like when she uh, gets interviewed, who, uh, I don't know when her next movie is going to be coming out, but you better believe that uh, during the press junkets and interviews and everything for whatever she's working on next, They'll be asking, uh, of course, about the return of Henry Cavill and everything. I think I saw 
I think I saw like a headline was it from Fandom Wire or something like that, where she said she was like apologizing for objectifying Henry Cavill or something like that. Because, you know, she's mentioned many times in uh, interviews that how, you know, she's kind of a little been a little swoony over uh, Mr. Henry Cavill. I mean, come on, it's Henry Cavill, of course. But, you know, I think she said she apologized for doing that. It's just funny because it's like, shut up. You know, I don't even know what the, the it was probably a very clickbaity title. She probably really didn't even say she probably was joking about that because, I mean, you could objectify dudes all you want. It's fine. I mean, we got the new Magic Mike that's coming out. That trailer showed up today. Um, I didn't want, I don't, I'm not, I've never, I haven't watched those movies. I've watched the clips, some clips like the Joe Meng clip in the, in the supermarket. That was a little suggestive as hell, but, uh, yeah, just never, uh, never watched that. But I mean, Hey, you could do that all you want, right? Go ahead, Amy. I'm sure Henry Cavill doesn't care. Does not care. It's not frowned upon to Anyways, all right, so let's talk about this article right here when it comes to David Zaslav uh, at this conference and uh, mentioning certain things, nothing too crazy, but he did, of course, mention Batman. He did mention Batman and the fact that it's like, all right, well, we got a bunch of Batmen that's happening. I love how, we, I love how he pluralized Batmans. It's like, Batman. I mean, let's face it, the guy, the guy is smart enough to uh, get to where he's at. He's a billionaire and everything, sure. But yeah, when it comes to math and when it comes to just uh, grammar, apparently, not a strong side, which makes sense. It does make sense because, you know, a pluralization of Batman would be Batman. But he says Batman. So therefore, I used it in my title. <laughs> there you go. So here we go. Here it is right here. Not I clicked that thing. Don't click that. All right, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav talks weak advertising market, DC plans, and HBO losses. We already talked about how there was like $3 billion lost because they spent like $7 billion uh, on content. Again, these the streaming services and everything like that. So uh, RBC, uh, the RB conference right here on uh, Tuesday morning, painted the pessimistic picture of a microeconomic environment but expressed optimism about his company's plans to get the other side and uh and nowhere was uh, zaslav more pessimistic than with the advertising uh market which he described as very weak very weak i think we saw it maybe a little bit more with us because we don't have local and we did and we didn't have sport uh, so no sports noting that now that the nba and nhl is back and with march madness on the horizon it's ad business uh, should improve. And then right here, he talked about uh, uh, ad market weaker than uh, it was during COVID, and that could change quite quickly. You know, right now, this is a pretty big uh, miss of uh, the whole Christmas season. That's right. Christmas season is upon us. And then, of course, he's talking about DC at DC, which is now being led by filmmaker James Gunn and producer producer. Peter Saffron, Zaslav said that the pair are coming close to the end of finishing a Bible for DC. There you go, a Bible. Quote, I think over the next few years, you're going to see a lot of growth and opportunity around DC. There's not going to be four Batmans. Not going to be four. What does that mean? Well, I mean, obviously we have currently three live action right now uh one in the animated sphere like you know theatrical animated sphere if you want to count keanu reeves i don't know if he's like referring to that probably not he's just saying like hey we're not going to have so many bat men obviously pattinson is here to stay now what's up in the air is the other two 
And then you got to look at it logically. Michael Keaton's 70 years old. He's not going to do anything like that. If he does any kind of continuation when it comes to Batman, he's not going to... He doesn't want to wear the costume. Why would you want to wear the costume? The costume is rubbery and hot and heavy and everything like that. He's 70 years old. He's not going to want to do that. So if he has any kind of presence, it would be as just an old man Bruce Wayne. And to be honest, it would be awesome if they did something with Batman Beyond. But no, Walter Hamada was like, no, we're going to you know, do the whole multiverse thing and then put you right into the Batgirl scenario where you're going to be like, you know, you're going to be, um, you're going to be teaching her, you know, and try to be a better, you know, vigilante and whatnot. Uh, yeah, because that was going to work. Of course it didn't. And the whole movie got freaking canceled. Ridiculous, right? But when it comes to Ben Affleck, again, I know like people were just like, just freaking green light the Batfleck movie. But again, what does Ben Affleck want? We got to remember that there's two people in there's there's a person and then there's a company in the equation and i've been saying this for probably two years now it is up to him it could be up to him maybe not so much this time but i think it still is very much up to ben affleck if he wants to continue on now that cavill's back We'll see. I mean, we've always been like fingers crossed on maybe a world's finest type movie or some kind of crossover with Batman and Superman again. Who knows? But I mean, I mean, if, if that doesn't happen, say Ben Affleck's like, nah, I'm done. Do they do something with animation? Do they take his script, make it animation? Maybe he'll voice the animation and they'll do the animated movie version of that. That could always be a possibility. We know that animation's on the table when it comes to this Bible that they're creating right here. I don't know. It's everything's just kind of just up in the air when it comes to a lot of that stuff so but anyways he continues on right here he says as uh, uh and so part of our strategy is to drive the hell out of dc which james and peter are going to do i think they've thrilled the fans i think they're going to thrill you over a period of time so then he said elsewhere zaslav disclosed that warner media's hbo business lost three billion dollars last year after spending almost seven billion on content so one of the things they are doing is taking a close look at what people are watching on HBO Max and deciding where to spend uh, going forward. We are right now sizing HBO Max, more content that people love, more original content, talking about that. In other words, removing the content that people aren't watching and adding more shows. This is what they're all doing. Netflix is doing this. Disney's doing this. Again, this is every one of them are doing this because of uh, cash flow problems. Our uh, whole library went on HBO Max, and we weren't selling any of it, but was all, but it was all on there. Now, all that could have worked, but we um, looked at it, and we said, most of this is not being watched, or we don't think anybody sub is subscribing because of this. We can, uh, we can sell it non-exclusively to somebody else. Look at the huge library that we have. So they're going to be starting to sell some of that uh, that library probably in there that people aren't watching on here, sell it to the various other things. That's why, you know, I mean, obviously it was like a shock when we heard about the uh, the new Batman animated series, the Cape Crusader that Bruce, 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 Tim and Paul Dini were all going to be doing that uh, we were excited for because it was like, cool, it was going to be on HBO Max. Now it's going to be shopped somewhere else. They're going to make more money on it. That's just the way it goes. That's the way this business is going. And I think they're going to be, you know, he's going to be really tapping into all that. But yes, when it comes to the Batman, um, yeah. I mean, I pretty much said what I said. It's really up to Batfleck. Uh, Pattinson is probably in it for the long haul, for for at least a trilogy when it comes to the Reeves-verse. 
But yeah, when you got a 10-year plan and you got Ben Affleck, I mean, hopefully he's going to want to do something like that. But the thing is, is like, you know, we've heard like over the years, the struggles that he has, he's had with it. Um, I mean, we do find, I mean, obviously the fact that he's, in the flash and not just a cameo he's, he plays a significant role just like keaton does and uh and then of course he makes a little cameo in aquaman which uh you know of course, of course is changing that stuff too uh, i think when it comes to michael keaton yeah he's definitely not gonna unless they do something batman beyondish i don't think it's gonna be anything that's gonna be there unless he does some kind of cameo things or something whatever maybe they'll incorporate that but i've i've said time and time again that Apparently, Alan Horn and David Zaslav, Zazzy Pants, didn't really like that whole situation that was happening with that. It's like, yeah, does it work for The Flash? Sure, it does work for The Flash. Unique story, bringing them back, bringing some of that nostalgia back. Yeah, sure, that makes sense. But did it make sense for the Batgirl thing? Did it make sense for that? I mean, I was always curious about it. And I was like, I'm just going to wait and see if it works. But apparently, it didn't work, and it wasn't going to work unless it came out during Christmas time, right after The Flash. Nobody is, I mean, you try to do a test film on that without seeing the previous thing, it's just not going to work. And I think that's where they fell flat. Again, uh, Hamada had nada. He thought he had something, but turns out he didn't. Sucks, you know, when it comes to the two filmmakers and Leslie Grace and all them. But uh, yeah, so when it comes to Batman, it's just, it's kind of up in the air. And then, and then of course, like, you know, the question, you know, what begs the question too is, we got Cavill back. We got Superman back. He's probably in it for the long haul as well and uh, continuing on Superman stories. So if Ben Affleck decides, if there is the chance that it, Ben Affleck decides not to come back, what do they use as Batman? Did they just recast him? Did they just recast him and say, fuck it, there we go. There's a new Batman. That's it. If he decides to do that, I mean, they might as well, if that's going to be the case. If they're going to do something, they're going to try to continue a cohesive universe. And Ben Affleck's like, you know what? I'm done then maybe that's going to be the case. Or maybe, and like I said, when it comes to animation, they could probably do something if they wanted to, you know, do something with his story, do like a one-off animated movie. But if he decides not to do it, they'll just probably have to like recast or something like that. I don't know. It's just, it's it's all very much up in the air. Ben, Batman, Robert Pattinson, Batman, I keep. So yeah, there you go. I know, we all want that. Yeah, yeah did Gunn see Batgirl? I'm pretty sure he did. I'm, I'm fairly certain that he did. Uh, did you just say ageism? How dare you? No, there's not ageism. I mean, it's, no. Are you talking about me? Of course. You know, I'd love, I mean, come on. I got the guy all over the place here. Uh, he's my favorite Batman. I want to see more of him, but I'm just why kind of wondering. Uh, I'm just kind of wondering, like, what's he thinking about? You know, now he's got a, he's got the new wife. <laughs> she did wear a Batman shirt one time in a picture, so that's actually pretty good, so... I don't, I don't, I, yeah, I was like, ageism. I just looked at it. I had a feeling it wasn't for me, but hey, there you go. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, guarantee you, it's just not going to, we're not going to have the all these Batmen right here. Of course, they want to blow up the, the whole universe and, of course, have one cohesive thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I am sus. Very sus. Yeah. If he doesn't want to come back, pull the brand Pull the Band-Aid. It is what it is. I mean, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. So thank you, Ben, for the $5 Super Chat. Appreciate that, sir. I could see Batmite popping up and bringing Batfleck back. So so Batmite's going to be the reason why that bring they bring uh, Batfleck back? I don't know. Like I said, it's all up in the air. And then it, and then it, and then it, and then it begs you the begs the question too is like, okay, so if um, if um, 
Yeah, Mr. Objective always wants these damn recaps. <laughs> oh, KC and uh, Ben are going to go at it right now. Um, it's always fun. No, but um, it just begs the question. So if they do recast him, do they continue on, like, the story around that? Or is it going to be a slightly soft reboot of the character? Will they go a little younger? Will they just go, like, all right, let's get somebody at least 10 years like, around the, the age as Cavill if that happens? I don't know. I don't know. It's just one of those things that, you know, we all just got to like, you know, it's just one of those. Let's just be patient. See what happens. And let's just hope that Ben Affleck will still want to continue kicking ass and, uh, you know, doing all that stuff. But I still think that his story, if, if it doesn't turn into an actual movie, turn it into an animated movie or something, please. And then we got this cocksucker. <laughs> of course, uh, who I always refer to him, Mr. Walter Hamada. Uh, after, you know, after talking about the mess that Zaslav is still trying to clean up, that partially this, you know, this guy was uh, a central character, a central person that was messing a lot of this up. We got Walter Hamada. He got a new gig. He landed on his feet. I know some people are like, God damn it. But hey, you know, the thing, the fact of the matter is the guy was most likely going to land on his feet. But uh, yeah, he just uh, he got a new gig and it's over on Paramount, guys. Paramount enters multi-year production packed with DC Films vet Walter Hamada. So here's the big news in wake of former DC Films boss Walter Hamada departing um, departing uh, Warner uh, Discovery. He's landed at Paramount Pictures in an exclusive multi-year production deal. Big gain for here for the Melrose lot in an executive who not only steered DC to its highest grossing movie in Aquaman. Did he really have, did he really steer Aquaman? I'm not sure about that. But he was behind the Conjuring franchise. Okay, I'll give him that. I'll give him that he was behind that. But Aquaman, okay. Hamada's deal starts January 1st, 2023, and he'll be the architect of Paramount's mainstream horror genre, pod with uh, the mission to release several low to mid-budget films per year across theatrical and streaming paramount had a major win this fall with the horror movie smile true that which uh, was originally destined for uh, paramount plus but was pivoted to a theatrical release where it amassed close to a two uh, 210 million dollars worldwide over 100 million dollars uh, stateside and it costs like barely anything to make horror has been killing it these days so with his track record for groundbreaking success i wouldn't talk about grand Ugh. they are really blowing into his butthole right now aren't they jesus christ walter is the ideal partner and visionary to build up out our mainstream horror genre franchise business as evidenced by the fantastic forms of smile there's a tremendous appetite for original high concept storytelling in the global marketplace and we look forward to a long successful partnership well i agree with that for sure but you know screw that guy <laughs> you know screw that guy just saying he didn't know what to do when it came to DC. That wasn't a success right there. Okay, that was not. I mean, yeah, there was some of that stuff, but I mean, you're really gonna give him, you know, you're gonna give him Aquaman? Wasn't that already already like happening and all this stuff? I don't know. I don't. I, I just. I. I can't. I can't really agree with that portion right there. But hey, you know, he, he came from the horror genre. You know, when it came to New Line and all that stuff. So maybe they, you know, might as well go back to it. You couldn't handle the freaking cinematics DC universe. Couldn't handle that. Now we got new players in. So hey, power to him. 
We probably won't be hearing his name that much anymore. Maybe when we watch some of these horror movies, we'll see the name show up in the producer credit, whatever. Sure, fine. But this might be the this might be the last. Well, we probably will hear about it in January once again. But we're not going to really hear about Walter Hamada anymore. So be happy about that, at least. Right. We could be happy about that. And, uh, you know, power to him. Okay. And now on to Emily Blunt. Now, this is a, a random, like, article that uh, came across my uh, timeline, but it was, it was just very interesting right here. It was a Variety article. And, uh, you know, I just thought it was funny because, you know, in, 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 in the culture that we live in now, when it comes to trying to uh, amplify strong female characters, and, uh, you know, that's used a lot, that term, strong female lead or whatever the hell, Emily Blunt rails against strong female lead label. It's the worst thing, and I'm bored of it. Oh, she pissing off some people out there? I don't know. Highly doubt it. Nobody's going to cancel Emily Blunt. But she said right here... It's the worst thing ever when you open a script and read the word strong female lead. That makes me roll my eyes. I'm already out. I'm bored. Those roles are written as uh, incredibly stoic. You spend the whole time acting tough and saying tough things. So there you go. That's what she's talking about. She's promoting, of course, her new uh, project, uh, The English. Talks about her character. Uh, is. Uh, is far more surprising than the simplified strong female lead. She's innocent without being naive, and that makes her a force to be reckoned with. So she just hates it when they throw it right in her face. Like, hey, strong, strong, strong. This is the buzzword. Strong, strong. You can't do that. You know, sometimes it just gets old. It just gets old because it's constantly talked about, constantly talked about. So I completely understand that. I mean, we, I mean, you know, in the past five years, obviously, we've been hearing that a lot, but we realize there's decades and decades of actual strong female leads out there that weren't, that wasn't in this sphere that we're in now where everybody's like, oh my God, we got to do this. It's like, no, that we had strong female characters throughout the, the decades uh, in cinema and we're all like, yay, but it was like before all this stuff where everybody just keeps having to point shit out and then of course amplify it like that. It was just like, here's the character, this is the situation, here's the plot, here's how she's gonna kick ass. We've had that and that's good and we all accepted it, Jesus Christ. So she's just over it, she's just over it. Makes sense. So good on her and if anybody, uh, anybody tries to cancel her, they're gonna have to go through me. And John Krasinski. Anyways. Oop, not that. All right. Uh, now we got Babylon. Speaking of a strong female character right here, or a strong female actress, I should say. Uh, we got Margot Robbie. Uh, we got Damien Chazelle. And uh, Brad Pitt, all this, you know, I'm looking forward to this movie because I'm a Chazelle fan. And uh, we, got some, uh, we got some early reactions. A lot of people were posting their reactions yesterday when it came to Babylon. So here's what some people are saying when it comes to social media. We got Ryan Swen saying, Babylon, truly monstrous in its uh, truding uh, insistence on shoving the viewer's face in the muck and claiming it's something novel or moving. Ch Chazelle might be the worst confident director in Hollywood today. Of course, he's also got some of the worst instincts out there. Wow, some bad reactions. Eric Weber right here says, I have some really, really bad news to share with you. Babylon's a flaming hot mess, a tonal disaster, 
easily Damon Chazelle's worst film and one of the worst films of 2022. Whoa! Gregory Elwood from the playlist says, Babylon is a fever dream of a movie that that's best when it's being a straight-out comedy. The drama barely plays. Pitt and Jovin Adapo give the best performances in the movie. Robbie gives it her all, but the character is so one-note. Didn't love it. Destiny Jackson says, tell me, uh, let me tell you something. Diego Calva in Babylon, fantastic. Can't wait to see him in more stuff. His acting is so tender and uh, visceral. So did you like the movie? What about the other people? Okay. Courtney Howard right here says, Damien Chazelle's Babylon movie is dazzling, dizzying, dizzying. I don't know what that word is, of demented depravity. Uh, She loved it, apparently. A rebellious, outrageous portrait of golden era uh, hedonistic Hollywood. Margot Robbie is a live wire. Diego Calva is sensational, all-inducing costume and production design. So here's the positive ones. Clayton Davis says, Babylon feels like someone read David Chazelle's, uh, David Chazelle, the story of Saddam and Gomorrah. And then he said, hold my beer, high octane cocaine inducing trip. First, uh, first half is great. Likely the internet's new favorite movie of all time. <laughs> I love it. That was a little jab at the internet. Margot Robbie and Justin Horowitz, Horowitz are your stars. So there you go. So a mixed bag when it comes to Babylon. I mean, you see, I mean, you see Margot Robbie in that dress. I mean, that's just, that's enough to put you in the seat right there, right? But, uh, I mean, I'm going to see it. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm wondering how, um, you know, how I uh, take all, you know, what I say after that. Livewire? Is that uh, BDAS? What? All right. Um, but, yeah. So, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to see it because, you know, I mean, Whiplash is one of my all-time favorite movies. I mean, Jesus Christ, what um, Mr. Damien did right there was uh, just pretty uh, magical. But I'm going to go ahead and see it. I mean, it sounds like you just watch the trailer. It looks like a fever dream uh, laced with cocaine. It does definitely look like that. So I'm going to see it. And uh, I love the fact that it's got a mixed bag. I like it when movies have mixed bags like that, when people are shitting on it. And then, of course, praising the absolute shit out of it, too. It's good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Let's get to some questions here. Uh, Did I post on there? Probably not. I probably did. I forget to. Nah, I did. I forgot to post on YouTube. My bad. Or did I? I thought I did. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, I did post on here. I knew I did. All right. Let's see what questions we have. Let's first look over to YouTube right here. Uh, Let's see. Sure Ali says, is is Ben Affleck's Batman staying? Hmm. I guess we'll find out soon, hopefully. We will find out soon. Maybe, 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 maybe. All right, here we go. We got Twitter questions right here. All right, we got Eric Blake. Dave should point out that Zaslav said there won't be four Batman. That allows for the three we currently got. Yeah, you're taking that a little too seriously there, bud. And before someone says Keanu, he'll be Constantine from now on, and it's not like we're getting Super Pets too, right? Uh, I mean, as far as I could tell, probably not. Didn't do that well. Uh, But anyways, there's going to be probably at least two. I don't think there's going to be a even three, so. Tet, I can't wait for James Gunn, Gunn DC stuff. He's such a comic nerd. I feel like any DC hero can just show up now like Justice League Unlimited. Unlimited. Yep. Kevin, uh, Batman fan. Hi, Dave. My favorite 
Animated shows, games, and movies of Kevin Conroy's Batman are the new Batman Adventures, Batman Beyond, JLJLU, Arkham Knight, Arkham City, and Justice One World's finest movie, Batman uh, Beyond Return of the Joker. Well, you didn't like Batman the Animated Series? That's where it all started. All right, well, that's cool. Yeah, that's just, that guy had a lot of work. Mr. Wooter, hi, Dave. Are you shocked at Walter uh, Armada? <laughs> is uh ready the armada um is now um he went to uh paramount pictures and do you have a favorite movie from kevin conroy for me batman and 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 sub-zero that's my favorite yeah mask of the phantasm is my favorite but um no i'm not shocked not really ronak i was low-key interested in a bab in babylon but now yikes i don't know if i want to sit in the theater for three hours for that p.s margot robbie needs a hit so you're not going to support it. <laughs> Makes sense, bud. Yeah, you know what? She needs a hit, but I'm not going to go see the movie. All right. Three hours. God forbid. We could sit, you know, three hours for a movie with cape shit, but can't do it with Margot Robbie in a nice, sexy dress, apparently. Damn it. <sighs> <They're> just... <laughs> All right. Um, Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave, a lot of news from WBD with Hamada at Paramount. What does this mean for Ray Fisher Cyborg? Uh, I'd love to see Ray in The Flash or Blue Beetle and other DC projects here and there. Thoughts? Well, I think he's not going to show up in anything that has anything to do with um, with uh, when it comes to, I guess you could say, if Hamada's name is still on it, I don't think he's going to be doing anything. You know, he's going to be showing up in anything. I mean, that was one of the things that he said. That's why it's like, as much as we'd like him to show up again, like when it came to uh, when it came to uh, the Flash, I just don't think he's going to do it because Walter Hamada's name is still going to be on it. So that's that's the bad part. That is the bad part right there. So, anyways, I would watch three hours of Margaret. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, Ben Affleck, the Dunkin' Donuts Batman. Yes. Oh, someone got someone got removed. What happened there? Huh? Uh oh. Oh, I'm going to read some of these messages and say you're all a bunch of cucky cuck boys. Oh, RJ right here. Okay. <laughs> that's that's great. Oh, I hate that word too. I hate that word cuck. You know, that's that that's another word that's been recently thrown out there in the last like 5 years with uh, you know, the because obviously you got the woke culture and then you got the counter woke culture, culture so then of course they want to you know, used like that. And cuck has been like uh, one that's also been like just showing up like crazy in the past five years. Not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of the woke word either anymore, too. It's just crazy. Uh, you think you're taking uh, if Hamada's gone from D.C., he's going uh, he's cool with coming back and being back. I don't know if I'm taking that seriously. I'm just listening to what Ray Fisher said. He didn't want to be involved with a movie that Walter Hamada was involved in. So that's all I'm just looking at. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm just listening to what the dude said, that he didn't want to be involved in a movie that had that was going to be a Walter Hamada movie, you know? I don't think you're taking it seriously enough, so we'll see what happens. All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you guys for uh, clicking in. Make sure you guys uh, smash that like, thumbs up. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Do all that. And, uh, you know, share the thing, share the stream. Um, do all that and uh, join if you want to become a member. We do a members-only stream every every uh, Wednesday, so I'll be doing that tomorrow. And uh, yeah, subscribe to all the stuff around me. We got the uh, 
got the sock meds around me um the patreon like of course you want to support on there do that and uh yeah i'll see you guys tomorrow i mean i mean obviously sometimes you never know there might be no news maybe we won't do it we'll still do at least a uh a members only stream but hopefully we'll do a show tomorrow but anyways guys love you love all you you guys are great talk to you later